Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for listening to the Level Playing Field podcast with me, Emily Bowe. The idea for this podcast came to me in the depths of lockdown, um, but really before I even knew what this podcast was going to be and look like, I decided to post on a few public Facebook groups I'm on, asking if there are any young women out there prepared to talk to me about their journeys with sport. They could be elite athletes, newcomers to the world of sport, or just about anything, really. And uh, much to my own surprise, I had over 150 responses. So the young women I speak to on this series were all strangers to me before. But I guess the point of this podcast is to show that every woman, regardless of background, sexuality, race or anything, has some kind of journey with sport. Plus, I learned so much about new sports or changed my perception of others. Um, I've even been persuaded to go caving in Wales. But anyway, I hope you enjoy this series as much as I've enjoyed making it. My guest today is Becca Johnston, who by day is currently training to be a lawyer, working as a paralegal at a firm in Guernsey, and by sport, used to be a competitive figure skater, uh, but now is a weightlifter. So one wouldn't necessarily think that's a natural progression, but I just had to get Becca on to tell me a little bit more about that transition. So welcome, Becca. Thank you so much for being on. How are you doing? How's lockdown life in Guernsey? Yeah, so I'm really good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, lockdown's good. So Guernsey actually regulated the virus really well. Um, we're quite lucky to be woman-led in, in the science side over here. So yeah. we've had a woman leading everything. Wow. Uh, so we locked down from March until the beginning of June and then everything opened back up and we've been normal since. So we've been very lucky. Yeah, I saw, I remember um, kind of right near the beginning of lockdown, was it, I don't know whether it was Jersey or Guernsey, but there was a cricket game that was held and something yeah. like thousands of people tuned into it because it was the only live yeah. sport game. Yeah, it was, the, it, was, it was the only cricket game in the whole of the world that was going ahead. So, yeah, um, so, yeah it, was, it was streamed worldwide and we had a lot of viewers from India as well, which was yeah. really exciting. Yeah, amazing. Oh, so you've had it fairly, fairly easy then. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, thankfully, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we'll get right into it then. Um, your kind of experience with sport when you were younger what what did that look like before you sort of started figure skating so at school um or part of a yeah. club so um I started skating when I was six so I, I don't really have much recollection prior to that but I do remember that I didn't really enjoy PE very much um yeah. but I did love swimming I absolutely loved swimming and I was quite good at it but we didn't really I didn't really do anything else in terms of any extracurricular sports um I was you know I, I was a bigger child and up until that point I didn't really have many interests apart from music yeah um, I always used to dread sports day as well as there was just nothing that I was really good at and it was you know in front of a crowd so yeah they <laughs> didn't have an ice rink at sports day so. yeah got it. yeah but I suppose then did you kind of think from when you were younger that maybe sport wasn't for you or did you because you did figure skating did you sort of realise that there was more out there than just the traditional things you do in PE? Yeah, so I, I I had kind of grown up with the whole thing of the whole debate about is ice skating a sport or is it kind of more like dancing? Is it more like ballet? So I didn't really see myself as being like 
a sports person so to speak I always thought that the sports was more like netball and all of that kind of stuff all the kind of stuff that I didn't really enjoy yeah so I'd, I'd never really thought I was good at sports until kind of later on in life yeah and how, how did you get into ice skating it's not a sport that um I hear of thousands of people doing but it's obviously mm-hmm. you know a big sport where there are ice rinks yeah for sure um so I skated so our ice rink was at the leisure center that I'd been swimming at um with my school so um one of the days that I'd been swimming my mum picked me up and she had got a leaflet and she was like do you want to start this and I was like I've got no idea what that is but sure (laughs) and I was only six at the time so um I did the beginners course and was really actually quite awful to start with and I spent a lot of time on my bum but (laughs) I persevered and I went back the next week and it all kind of went from there yeah and is it kind of um quite a female dominated sport did you find that when you were younger sort of a lot of maybe gymnasts or dancers it's considered Mm. whatever girly means it's considered a girly sport yeah for sure um a lot of the people that I I skated with didn't really have like any gymnastics or dance backgrounds it was kind of like you kind of did skating or you did gymnastics or you did ballet but they all kind of coupled quite well together so often the skaters and you're right they they, they were mostly females um they were they would um they would be training in gymnastics or ballet like alongside um but they were definitely majority of my friends from skating were definitely females and it was there were only kind of two or three men that skated but as I got older more men joined and it it was really really great to see because it's often viewed as a very soft sport yeah but it it, really it requires like a lot of athleticism and strength so it's really suited perfectly to guys just not many guys think about doing it yeah I mean you see it sort of the Olympic level obviously it's a 50 50 split yeah, but when you hear people yeah. doing it when you're younger you kind of only really hear about um girls doing it um, yeah totally yeah but tell me a bit about the sort of competitive element to it did you compete in competitions yeah so um you have to be of a certain level to kind of start competing with any kind of real real meaning to it but um I did I, I competed probably about two years after I started in my first competition um in Romford actually in the Romford ice rink and um yeah it was it was a very strange dynamic and it was very nervy but like everyone was everyone was great um and you kind of met a lot of like-minded people at these competitions they were really really exciting yeah um but yeah so I did I did quite a few I think I probably did about 15 or 16 in my entire career wow yeah um but they do have like different levels to it, if that makes sense. So the kind of competitions that I would do, they're more like club competitions. So they were, um, they were like almost practice type competitions, but then you also had national and international competitions for those who were at a higher level yeah. and which were the ones that you kind of wanted to watch as like a young skater. They were the ones that were the really exciting ones. Yeah. I mean, I love watching it on the TV. It's one of those, one of those <laughs> yeah. sports that I get so into sort of every four mm. years. Um, yeah. But it's, it's incredible to watch sort of at the highest level, isn't it? Yeah. And a, a lot of people don't actually realise that um, there's a lot more competitions going on throughout the year than you, you would think. Yeah. So a lot of people only really see it when the Olympics are on, but you also have the, the European and the World Championships, which are on yearly, which are really exciting to watch as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Um, and did you find sort of 
um, you know, in your teenage years, did you find that there are a lot of um, young girls dropping out of the sport? And if so, do you think that was sort of anything to do with, um, I don't know, body image and issues of sort of being body conscious in the sport? Because, I mean, I don't think it's a crude thing to say that like a lot of the outfits mm. are a bit skimpier and yeah, um, it's very sure. much about kind of focused on the outfits and sometimes what you look like. Did you find that at all? Yeah, so there's there's definitely sadly a body image thing with skating much as there is with the gymnastics and and, and dance and other kind of sports like it um as I said earlier I wasn't I wasn't a small girl when I was younger and I'm, I'm by no means a small girl now um, and my coach wasn't like an old school Russian guy who, who thought you could only make it if you were young and skinny which is absolutely not the case yeah but that's just kind of how how he had grown up and that's what he was used to yeah um there was sadly a culture of eating disorders and harsh physical conditioning to achieve a perfect body so you looked kind of your best and as you say like the skimpy outfits um which aren't very comfortable especially yeah. as a bigger girl um and it, there's some kind of famous russian skaters who have had ribs removed to be more flexible and it, it's very taxing on the young body yeah so yeah there were definitely some girls who did drop out the turnover was quite high with um, people who were just leaving um a lot of the girls couldn't really take it yeah uh, which which was sad because like these young girls would be so talented but they would just it would kind of be fed into their minds that they weren't right for it or they they weren't going to make it just because they didn't look a certain way or they couldn't do a certain thing by a certain age and stuff like that yeah yeah I think for a lot of young girls in sport often when you're sort of um when there's so much pressure on you often the way you look and um what you eat how you exercise is something that you can really control and you sort of get it in your mind that if you do that then you'll get better and I think exactly there's a really fine line between encouraging young kids to sort of work to the best of their ability but actually sort of nurturing um you know the emotional side of it as well yeah for sure for sure yeah so tell me a bit now about your switch to weightlifting, how that came about. As I said before, it's your story interested me because that is sort of not a natural route to go yeah. following ice It's skating. not a natural progression. No, yeah, no. But sure. I think it's I think it's great. And I, I yeah, I'd love to know more about how that came about. Yeah, so I moved to Guernsey um about three and a half years ago now. So I moved over in 2017. Um, and for, for those people who probably won't know where Guernsey is, it's a very, very small island. Um, it's about nine by five kilometres and it's got a population of just short of 70,000 people in the English Channel, um, kind of closer to France. Um, I don't have access to an ice rink over here. Um, I mean, we get one at our local garden centre once a year, but it's very yeah. small and it's, it's not very not very fitting for training. Um, so when I moved over, I was kind of thinking I need to find something to keep myself active because I'd gone from being very active and skating six, seven times a week and training off ice and everything um, to doing nothing and to being feeling very unmotivated and not really having anything to do. Um, so I wanted to try some different sports uh, I tried netball. I was absolutely awful at it. <laughs> so not very, not very agile as I as I found. I gained a little bit of weight after stopping skating. Mm. Um, 
And I'd also tried swimming as well, which uh, apparently needs a lot more cardiovascular capacity <laughs> than I'd first anticipated. And that's not not really down my street. And yeah. um, um, my dad had been doing some research because he used to he used to do judo when he was younger. So he'd been looking for something to do as well. And he came across CrossFit. Um, so we went and I started and I was totally, totally hooked. Um, this was about two years ago now. Um, and I had definitely retained some strength from the skating. So a lot, a lot of lower body strength I'd retained. Um, and I kind of slowly realized as I was going through the paces with CrossFit that actually it was the weightlifting part that I loved the most about it. Yeah. And I had been going to the gym before that and I'd been doing kind of your normal compound lifts like squats and bench press and deadlifts and all of that but CrossFit introduced me to Olympic weightlifting which is a slightly different style and it requires more technique and that was totally down my street and I was really 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 into that um, yeah. which doesn't mean that I compete at the Olympics it's just a, a style of the weightlifting yeah what does um, that actually consist of so the Olympic weightlifting is, it focuses on two main lifts. So you've got the clean, the clean and jerk and then the snatch. So it's, it's taking a barbell and some weights and kind of throwing them around, um, but a little bit more, uh, with a little bit more technique than that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's two lifts instead of three and you can specialize in both of them or you can specialize in just one of them. Um, but it's it's a lot different to what I think people think about when they think of weightlifting. So you normally just think about the people who are super strong and they just kind of do squats and deadlifts and that. But it's, it's a lot more than that. Yeah, I mean, it's a sport which, you know, is really good for sort of challenging yourself, mm. I would presume. You can get very sort of tangible yeah. results and see how you're improving. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And there's, it's, there's a very big mental aspect. Um, that people probably don't realise is that kind of getting over that that fear of what what's in front of you and looking at the weights in front of you and just pushing yourself that little bit more and realising that you're actually capable of a lot more than you first thought, yeah. which is something that I've really loved is being able to push my body to the limits in a more positive way yeah. than kind of the, the trends that ice skating kind of pushed yeah, um, with the eating and all of that. Yeah, definitely. And I guess many people probably have um, preconceptions, firstly about what weightlifting is, but also um, Mm. the fact that perhaps it's um, perceived as a reserve for only men or only a particular body type. So how how have you navigated that? Was that something you struggled with at first when you were telling people that you were now doing Olympic weightlifting? Yeah, so um, obviously... It is a very, a, a very male-dominated sport. A lot, of, a lot more women are coming into it now, which is so fantastic to see. But um, a lot of women do avoid weightlifting because they're scared that they're going to look like men. Yeah. Um, and, but to me, like the, the built weightlifter type is exactly the look that I want. It's, it's the kind of thing that I, I think it's just a physical embodiment of the mental strength that I've built over the p- past few years. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of my life trying to fit in with the ice skaters, trying to be skinny. And I was very insecure with myself, both mentally and physically. And, you know, I've become I've become a strong woman and I want to look like one as well. 
Yeah. I also think that a lot of women don't understand that it would take a very long time to look like a man <laughs> just through <laughs> just through weightlifting. So um, yeah. there are definitely loads of preconceptions, um, which is a real shame because there are so many benefits to women that I just don't think are really seen mm-hmm. at the front of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. And and would you attribute weightlifting and your involvement in sport and physical activity as the reason why you now feel sort of stronger in yourself mentally and um you know your confidence has improved would you put that down to weightlifting I I, yeah I definitely would so initially it was CrossFit and it was kind of the the getting stronger and and kind of finding myself in a physical physical way if that makes sense but um after I after I kind of dropped the the CrossFit and just focused on the weightlifting it was it was definitely I felt strong to be able to admit that I was doing something that's normally just reserved for men and it was kind of it really was a confidence builder so yeah 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 and and what do you what do you wish your younger self then as perhaps an ice skater had known about what sport and exercise could look like that it wasn't just um a means of you know perhaps losing weight or it wasn't Mm. just skating on an ice rink what do you wish your younger self had known that you know now yeah I think I think if I could speak to myself when I was younger I would probably say that being fat doesn't mean you can't do sports or being overweight that's just a a descriptor that I would use on myself you can be overweight and still be healthy and, and still be fit like exercise isn't just for the body it's for the mind and you don't need to do anything you don't want to do. You don't need to do things just because everyone else is doing it and just because people are telling you that you need to do it. Sports and participation in sports is, it's a hard thing to do and it's physically challenging and you need to look after yourself as well in the mind. And I think that's so often left behind in sports, which is which is a shame, but yeah. I think that's definitely what I would tell myself is that you need to do it for yourself, not for other people. Because you can fall in love with sports yeah I think it's um you know it's a worrying thing that a lot of people have negative relationships with sport because they see it as just a sort of tool for weight loss or just to do with their body and mm. I think once you yeah. appreciate that it's so much more than that and can mm. manifest itself in so many different ways um then I think it's a much happier journey with sport yeah totally totally yeah. So what's your plan then going forward in terms of weightlifting? Has it been something you've been able to do during this pandemic? So um, when we were in like full lockdown, I didn't, I wasn't really able to do anything. And um, I spent quite a lot of time in the UK um, with my partner uh, for medical treatment. So I, I was kind of, I didn't really have any of the stuff that I had at home. And then when I came back, I didn't have anything at home. Um, so I was just trying to get out and do walking and try to eat properly and, and feed my body properly. Um, but then as, as the lockdown lifted in, I think it was, I think it was early June for us, maybe late May. Yeah. Um, I got to go back to the gym and that was really great. So I've been going to the gym since May, thankfully, which I appreciate isn't the same for everyone, especially in the UK. And I can't imagine how tough that must be for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah it must have been it must just be so hard for you all but um 
I just don't want to put too much pressure on myself, like moving forward. Um, I've definitely thought about competing and I would love to compete at some stage. But at, at this point, I'm just happy to lift for pleasure and for my sanity, really. Um, I live with some great people and, and this journey has just done so much for me. So yeah, my plan for now is to just get strong and have fun doing it. Yeah. Mm. And like I said before, a lot of the sort of competition is just with yourself, which is great. You don't exactly. necessarily need that validation yeah. from external Other competitions. People. Yeah, yeah exactly. totally. Exactly. Totally. So what would you say then to sure. anyone of any age, girl or boy, thinking of taking up weightlifting? Uh, I would say if you've got a dream, then go for it. Get a good coach and prepare. be prepared to spend time working on mobility and technique. Um, it won't get heavy quickly because the fundamentals are so important, but it's really key to just not be scared of the physical changes and just take steps to love your body at every point. Like just always listen to what your body says to you. And when something is wrong, it will tell you and you need to listen. Um, it's so important to listen to your body. Yeah. Um, but I would say definitely give weightlifting a try because I never thought of it. And it was only once I actually started doing it that I realized that this was the kind of thing that I love doing. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. To take that jump. Yeah. I'm so pleased for you that you found, you know, the thing that really makes you tick. And I hope mm. people listening might think, Oh, maybe, you know that could be my sport too so I hope you know that gyms yeah. will open soon and people will get a chance to yeah um, for sure try out that kind of thing but thank you so much for speaking to me it's great to have a different kind of story and especially you know with that transition from ice skating to mm. weightlifting and it really just epitomizes that sport can be you know different and it can be for everyone and it can be sort yeah. of what you what you make of it so thank you so yeah. much Becca. it was wonderful to talk to you no, thank you for having me. It's been great. So that was great to hear from Becca all about her journey with both ice skating and Olympic weightlifting. It's not a natural progression, but I'm all here for it. To listen to the way in which weightlifting has allowed Becca to have a positive relationship with her body is brilliant. Um, and if you're inspired by Becca's story and journey with weightlifting, then please do go over to the BritishWeightlifting.org website to find a club near you. Thanks again to Becca for chatting with me and to you for listening. This has been the Level Playing Field podcast. And you can check out our website or follow the platform on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. But for now, tune in next week for another story of an everyday woman in sport.